We're back with another episode of Checking In, the Gross Point Public Library podcast. Andy and I discuss what we've been up to these past couple weeks, what we're reading, listening to, and watching. After the break, we'll talk about summary things, like beach reads, vacation reads, and other activities we can do over the summer, as well as library programs. Stay tuned for another episode of Checking In with Matt and Annie. And we are back with the latest episode of Checking In, and let's just get right to it. Annie, what have you been up to these past couple weeks? Um, well, I've been trying to catch up at work um, with our summer reading programs. We did a great moon garden program last night. Um, we got back together with my book club, which was great. Um, what book did you guys do? We did Notes of a Native Son by James Oh, yeah, Baldwin. you did mention that last time. How would that discussion go? It went great. I have a very... I love my book clubs because um, they're game for anything. Mm-hmm. And this was... I picked it uh, being only semi-familiar with James Baldwin's work, but I thought it's June. Um, it's a book of essays, so they'll be short and sweet, and it was under 200 pages, so I mm-hmm. thought it would be kind of an easy read. Yeah. Was it easy? It was not an easy read. <laughs> it was intense. But we all learned a lot, and we liked it. And then for July, we're taking off. We're just okay. going to meet and talk about our favorite books instead of... Like a actual book? Yes. In August? Is yes. that another break, too? Or is that like well, another book? Well, we're voting. Oh. We vote for August through December, so we'll okay. see. What, Interesting. What happens. Mm-hmm. And then I've been... Um, Reading, I'm reading Tom Perota's Little Children. Have you ever read his Tom Perota? Is he the guy that wrote The Leftovers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, I've not read any of his books, but I know about him. Yeah, so he wrote The Leftovers and he wrote Election. That was t- um, turned into a movie. Um, so I'm enjoying that. That's kind of easy read. Is it new or is it No, so it's new? old. Um, he has a new-ish book called Mrs. Fletcher, I think. Okay. And I read a book called... Um, Breaking and Entering by Joy Williams that I really enjoyed. I got mm-hmm. it through Mel, the Michigan e-library, because it's an older book. We didn't have it anymore. But I was listening to David's, a David Sedaris interview. Mm-hmm. He was talking about authors that he found funny. And I like to kind of go down the rabbit hole with yeah. authors that authors I like. like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that didn't disappoint. I liked her. Um, and that book takes place in Florida, which is... Good for summertime because they're always mm-hmm. sticky, dramatic reads mm-hmm. set in Florida. And I want to listen to the book, the novel Florida by Lauren Groff, but I only have a six-minute commute, so it'll be, <laughs> take me take, all summer. It'll take a little bit. <laughs> We've got it. I think we're going out of town maybe for the Fourth of July. So is that a new book by her? Or is that another old one? It's another old one. I can't. Did she write that after her? One that put it on the map, or yes, before the one? after that. After that one. And I just saw that Colson Whitehead has a new book. Okay. And um, he wrote The Underground Railroad that won the Pulitzer. So I'm excited about that, too, but I haven't tried to... Mm-hmm. Is it out yet, or is it coming out? It's out. It's already out? Yeah. We have a lot of holds, so I'll probably wait. So is it another novel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it takes place during the Jim Crow era. Okay. This one. Oh! This is the one I'm most excited about. Um, I got a book also through Mel that's new called She Begat This, and it's about the album The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill Mm -hmm. and how it sort of was like 
the best album ever, and then she so this is not fell off the map. Yeah. So it's not a biography about Laura, or is it sort of like? It's not. I, it's I, not. I was kind of hoping for some gossip, but in the right in the introduction, it says this is not going to be a speculation as to why she's not making mm-hmm. music anymore. So. How long is the book? Oh, it's very short. Okay. It's like a little square little book. Mm-hmm. But I'll be excited because I think all the chapters are named after like the song, the song on the album. And I mm-hmm. adored that album. I mean, that album came out before my time. Yeah, but I know about it. I know like she won the album of the year. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, Lauren Hill's on the map," but then right. then she left. And but then she left. Yeah, had some problems. Well, because yeah. I know because she, she came about. She was on the Fugees. Mm-hmm. And then she got went solo, and then she was like on top of the music world, and then just and then went she away. left. She did a kind of kooky MTV Unplugged, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but people were saying like that she went all she was a little kooky, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. So I so really, like I said, that was a good book. Did you learn more about the album? Or was this just this person's I, opinion? I just started it. Okay. But it's interesting because it's about, um, it's by a hip-hop jur- music journalist. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. Joy something. And um, she's just talking about that time in the 90s and how mm-hmm. hip-hop was trying to break out of, I think her point is that. That didn't win hip hop album of the year. One album of the year. Like, I don't even that's know when, if they had like a hip hop album of the year. Yeah. When that was out. Yeah, but it. She kind of broke the genre open in another way for women, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in junior high when that album came out, mm-hmm. and I, my friend had gotten two copies of that for Christmas. Like someone, got her the same gift, and I had gotten two copies of. A Mindy McCready CD. <laughs> so you swapped. So we swapped. Someone probably fell won, in love. Someone probably won that trade a little bit more than the <laughs> yeah, other person. Yeah. Well. It's, it's Mindy it's, McCready. It's interesting, you know. People bought me like people actually like bought albums and put them in the player oh, and listened to them. It just most of weird. our Christmas like, and birthday too. lists were like. Yeah, I had CDs and stuff, mm-hmm. but now just thinking about them, like that's just so weird. I got in this a little bit of a. Um, I have three older sisters and an older brother, and I, my son found this old mixtape, and I was, we were all trying to decide whose mixtape it had been because mm-hmm. it had like the Bad Boys theme from Cops on it, a lot of share. I forget what else was on. It was, it was kind of an was embarrassing mix. It was not or mine. You're not gonna claim it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't mine, but it was one of my sisters. I'm sure your son's like, "What's this? <laughs> yeah. Is this a coaster?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he liked to unspool it. That's mm-hmm. what ended up happening. Yeah, I'm sure that people getting mixed tapes as a gift was an actual thing back in the day, and it was probably thought of as a cool thing because it took so much effort to make yeah. a tape. You had to like record something on the radio or some other tape and then mm-hmm. stop it, put another tape in, or hit record and just hope that everything turned out okay. This is a good summer story. A boy I liked gave me a mixed CD, and my... Girlfriend, the same girlfriend who gave me the Lauren Hill CD, we sat and listened to every song and talked about what we thought he meant by it. And then I was hanging out with that boy's sister, and she was like, let me put in this mix CD I made. <laughs> it was the same thing. <laughs> oh, I was heartbroken. I thought he made me a well, love CD, but it was his sister's. There you go. <laughs> Don't get caught. Don't get caught. <laughs> 
What about you? What are um, you doing? Oh, let's see. I've actually read a couple books this time. Um, I read Poet X by Elizabeth Acevedo, and it's a young adult book. I think it won the Prince Award last year or the year oh, okay. before. But it's a book written entirely in verse because the character just likes writing poetry. So it's sort of like a whole you know, book written in verse about her growing up in New York to very religious parents and trying to navigate the world, being a Hispanic woman, sort of going against her family's wishes and all that stuff and sort of writing all this stuff out through her poetry oh. and stuff. So it was, a, it was pretty good. That sounds good. Yeah, it was good. It was interesting to see some of like the ways that how the book went from beginning to end because it definitely tells a story in verse, but then there's like some parts of that she joins a poetry club and all that stuff and a bunch of stuff happens. But it's really good. It's a really good coming of age story, but just the way that it was written just sort of piqued my interest and it was I didn't think it would work the entire way through. Yeah. But it ended up But it did. It did. You can't really go wrong with the Prince Award winners. No. Is that a good It was really good. I mean I think I just read it because I was like, oh, I think I saw it on the shelf. I'm like, oh, this should be good to read. Mm-hmm. I should read more YA since I'm the teen librarian. Get some recommendations. And I was like, this would be good. And since it was in verse, it went, I read it pretty quickly. Fast, yeah. So that was that was nice. Um, I also read um, Speak, the graphic novel adaptation oh. of, of that. Because I never read the book before. I read the novel, but I haven't seen the graphic but, novel. Um, Is that good? I liked it. It's the, the artist, Emily Carroll did the illustrations, and I think she did a book called Through the Woods, which I haven't read, but the art was pretty good. Um, I, th- I believe it was updated, so it's a little bit more modern, since Speak was written like in the 90s, like this one was written yeah. just a couple of years ago, so there's a lot of things in it that probably aren't like true to the book, original book, but I don't think it like deters from it. Like They're just more like modern technology, like mm-hmm. texting and stuff, just to update it for a modern telling, but I think the gist of the book is probably the same. And yeah. the artwork's really good. You know, it's all black and white. There's not a whole lot of color to it, but it's really good. Really good. I like really inky graphic novels. I like mm-hmm. black and white. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, I like it, too. I mean, it reminded me a lot of, like, Craig Thompson's work. Yeah, um, Blankets. Yeah, Blankets is one of my favorites. I like Blankets, too. One of the, one of the all-time favorites. Uh, graphic novel or anything, any sort of book medium. I think Blankets is definitely up there. But this was a good book. I'm surprised it took me so long to read it. It's been on. It's been one of those things that like, I'll be like, I'll eventually get to it, and like it just everything just, it just kept putting back. It's like oh, I'll get to it eventually, and then finally I'm like I should just do this, and I did it. And since it was a graphic novel, it also went by pretty fast as well. Um, but the illustration, the artwork was really good. I think if you've even read the story itself, I think you'd probably appreciate the graphic novel as well. So if you're looking to reread it, I'd recommend picking that one up. Great. If you want to do that. Have you watched any TV or movies? Um, have I? I watched, I rewatched The Good Place because okay. it's coming to like um, the whole yeah, one through the, three. No, just one through two. I haven't seen three yet. Okay. Um, because I think three's coming to Netflix. It's probably uh, coming to Netflix September, soon. I know, like, because I watched it on Hulu. Because I just yeah. have it, and it just was there. Um, also, I read The Office is leaving Netflix in 2020. So if there's anybody like me that loves to watch The Office every winter, the library has. I'm sure we have all the seasons. I'm sure we have all the uh, seasons, so too. We, but if you're, I think if you're one of those people that likes The Office that much, it's probably it. best to just buy it at yeah. this point. There's a lot of options to buy. You can probably get it on a 
pretty steep sale. But yeah, I did read that Netflix is or Office is leaving Netflix. I haven't watched. I haven't even finished The Office. Like I watched it up until Steve Carell left, and then I just stopped watching it. Yeah. So I I've, heard it wasn't very good after he left. It sort of found its footing much too late. Like the whole first season after he left wasn't very good, and I heard like the last season. It took them a while to like figure it out, and by the time they figured it out, the show was over. The last season became like a different show. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else did I? Oh, I watched um, because we read Notes of a Native Son. I watched the documentary "I Am Not Your Negro," which was about a book that James Baldwin mm-hmm. didn't end up writing that won the Academy Award a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So I watched that. That was very good, very intense. Um, I'm gearing up for Toy Story 4, but I kind of lost mm-hmm. my marbles at Toy Story 3. I sobbed through that movie, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I, I can know. handle it. I don't know. It's going to be at the park. I think it's going to be at the park theater, or it is there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Those Pixar movies are just sneakily depressing. Oh, yeah. But the- they work. I mean, people always talk about like the Toy Story 3 moment, but it's like, even Toy Story 2... Like with you know Sarah McLaughlin had that song. Mm-hmm. It just like that's pretty much been their mo since forever. Yeah. Or inside? Did you watch Inside Out? Yeah, I watched. I've watched all. I've seen all the Pixar movies except for Toy Story Four, and I don't think I've seen some of the Cars. Like all the Cars yeah. movies, I'm not really that interested in those. But I've seen all the other ones, and they're all they all tug at the heartstrings. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, Inside Out got me too. I might. Son likes to rewatch that one. So I always have to. What's her imaginary friend? Flo. Um, the, oh, the like elephant guy. Bing bong. Bing bong. Spoilers. Oh yeah, the Bing bong scene gets. Uh, sometimes I just take a deep breath and leave. It's like room. I gotta go get a drink <laughs> yeah, right now. I gotta go get a water. <laughs> cry into my water glass. Mm-hmm. Bing bong. Yeah, like whatever. What we're watching a lot of Coco now. Oh and yeah, that's a great movie too. I don't know. Yeah. Pixar does really good. They do. They pretty much can't do no wrong yeah. at this point. They have so much goodwill. And then another movie that I have been hearing, I haven't seen yet, but a lot of people and a lot of different people in my life and patrons that seem to have different tastes have all said it was amazing is the, the Elton John. Oh, Rocket Man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I love Elton John's music, but I don't like his voice. I always say that it sounds like someone's karaoke to an Elton John song. <laughs> But I'm convinced that I'm, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna see it. Yeah, I th- I've heard it was good. I think especially interesting because Bohemian Rhapsody came out last year, and then Rocket Man came out just a little bit ago. And like from what I've heard, is like Rocket Man does a way better, way better yeah. job at it because I think you know they had one director, they didn't have any production problems, and I think you know also Elton John's pretty open about his past, so he wasn't. Like, he, was like, he wasn't like, don't talk about this. Yeah, don't this. talk about yeah. this stuff, because he, you know, it's like, well, this is all true, so I'm not going to, like, hide everyone knows, so he put yeah. it in there. And that Bohemian Rhapsody one was sort of like a puff piece for Queen and Freddie yeah. Mercury, so it sort of fell into that whole musical yeah. biopic trap of just yeah. covering the basics and not really going very deep. Yeah. Um, but I have not seen it, but that is what I've heard about it, the differences Same. between the two. Um, but yeah, I probably will try to check that out once it gets out. Cause I don't think it's in theaters anymore. Yeah. Or if it is, you have to find it at like a dollar theater. One of those places that have like all the older movies. Yeah. 
and it's hard to go out to the movies with a toddler. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to do not that. Not going to do it. <laughs> no. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Have you watched anything else? Uh, I watched Captain Marvel for the first time, uh, and that was fine. Marvel movies are pretty formulaic now mm-hmm. at this point. Like, they do a really good job, but sometimes they just leave me wanting more. Just like, because they have to fill a certain piece of the whole bigger puzzle. So I feel like there's not a whole lot of room for interesting stories. Just yeah. like, this has to fit in this bar of this timeline, has to fit here. And that's all that it can really do. So it's sort of like, okay. But like, at, at this point, it's like I'm wanting more for that. But I still, you know, they're still getting my money. So I guess they win in the grand scheme yeah. of things. <laughs> But, you know, I just hope that the next phase of the Marvel movies are a little bit more interesting. You know, Spider-Man's coming out next week, I believe. So we'll see how that goes. Spider-Man's, I think, everyone's favorite character. My oh, favorite yeah. character, Your at least. Marvel character, yeah. Yeah, so it's good that Spider-Man's back in the in the bigger universe, even though the whole situation is really complicated. Who's playing him? Tom Holland. Oh. The same guy that was, I don't know if you've seen, any, I don't know how far behind you are, but... I'm Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, oh, that's how far behind that's, you're, you You've missed so much. <laughs> but yeah, there's a new Spider-Man now, and he's been he's been good. He's been around since, I don't know, a couple of years ago. So he's like the Spider-Man right now. He's been in the Marvel movies, and he's got his own Spider-Man oh, movies. Oh, great. But it's been pretty good. Um, so that's exciting. I've also, I also want to... Check out. There's this movie coming out also next week called Midsummer. It looks like a, you know, horror movie and all that stuff. It looks pretty interesting. It's by the same guy that did Hereditary, which I still haven't seen. It's in my Amazon like watch list, but I've heard really good things about Hereditary and this movie looks pretty good. It's also interesting to see like a horror movie take place entirely in sunlight. So that'll be oh, interesting to see yeah. how all that works out for the performance from the main actress is already getting some Oscar buzz. So we oh. shall see how that goes. And the guy from The Good Place is in it, T.D. Mar- oh, yes. I forgot what his name is. His uh, real name? His, his actor's name. I, now I can't think of it, but he's in it. So that's, that's something that I am interested I like in seeing, TV. even though I typically don't like seeing horror movies, just because sometimes they're just sort of, sort of really cut rate. Right. But, you know, when there's ever a good horror movie, I definitely try to see it. Um, and then TV-wise, um, I, watched, I finished watching Chef. The oh yeah, the mm-hmm. John Barrow thing and that was pretty good. I was you know like stuff like that, uh, him learning how to cook and doing all that stuff. There's an episode about barbecue, which was really interesting. And then I also started watching Parts Unknown again because I guess you know the anniversary of Anthony Bourdain's death was recently, so all these articles are coming yeah. out about him and stuff. So I was like, I still have some of this stuff to watch, so I started watching it again. And just, like, watching him travel and eat food and talk about, you know, this and that. Like, I think that his voice will surely be missed. So I don't know if there's going to be anyone quite like him to replace him. Our book group, that's on the short list for what we're going to read next year is Kitchen Confidential. A lot of people like are interested one. in that. Yeah, I like that one. He's got, like, a newer book, I think. I forgot what it was called that he wrote after that one. Yeah. But I don't know. But Kitchen Confidential was good. I think you'll like it. I think you get a good look underneath all that stuff, especially because a lot of people don't re- realize that he started out as a chef. I think yeah. people just sort of forget that he just started traveling and having the best job ever. Yeah. But he started as a as a lowly chef here and there and worked his way up. But yeah, uh, so Anthony Bernane, surely missed. 
Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, there's part of me that thinks I'm holding off on watching all this stuff because after like it's done, like there won't be any more Anthony Bourdain stuff to watch. It'll just oh, I would have seen everything. And there's no yeah, new stuff. Yeah, you want to save some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you been? You said so. Good place. No other TV. And you said no. It, well, it made me go back. I love Ted Danson. So you're so, always watching Cheers. Um, is that like is that your new background show? The Good Place was made me go fall back on Cheers. I'm always watching Cheers. Mm-hmm. Is he such a good actor? Yeah, I'm surprised he's still doing it. Like, he doesn't. It doesn't seem like he's aged at all. Obviously, his hair is white, but like his face looks exactly the same. Yeah, he's. It's his charisma. I think. I so. believe. I, I don't know. You know, good actors like that can do whatever they want. Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't been nominated for an Emmy for Good Place. Really, anybody from that show. Yeah. Seems like it's... But him and, um, what's her, Kristen Bell, especially. Mm-hmm. The character who plays Janet. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, I, Janet's the best character on that show. I'm thinking... I think she has the hardest role on that show. Oh, for sure. So hopefully I'm, maybe this final season will get the recognition they deserve. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for... I'm thinking about... We never end up doing anything for Halloween except taking the kids trick-or-treating. But I always plan a Halloween costume, and then it falls through. But mm-hmm. I think good or bad Janet would be a great Halloween costume. Yeah. If I could get a girlfriend to go with me. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would actually be really fun. Yeah. If you find some like a coworker to dress up as bad Janet. And, it'd be good to and <laughs> man just, the reference just, desk yeah. as bad Janet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just don't act like bad Janet. But you can dress like bad Janet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a it's a great show. I'm excited for the the last season. Which is coming soon, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure when, but whenever their premieres are, September usually, yeah. I think. Yeah. So that'll be something I'll watch. Probably watch it live, or Hulu. I think Hulu. That's how I watch it because Hulu will put it on the day after. So oh, okay. that's how I was able to watch it, sort of live. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be it'll be a sad day when that show goes. But at the same time, I think shows need to just go out while they're on top. Has yes. a very st- distinct purpose and not just draw out the, the premise for too long. I think so too. You don't want to have that memory of a show of like ooh, those like last Game of, few like years. Like Game of Thrones. Yeah. R.I.P. Game of Thrones. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of crazy how quickly let people just stop talking about that show. Like it just, oh, it's just I, added and then it's just done. Yeah. I think it's probably partially due to the quality of the last season. Yeah. But yes. So I think with that we will take a break and when we get back we'll talk about some summary things that we do and the library is doing for the summer. And we are back. So we are going, since it is now officially summer, we're going to talk about the summery things that we can do all summer at the library and in general, the stuff that Annie and I enjoy doing over the summer. Uh, I will start, and I will say that summer is by far the worst season. (laughs) According to me. Disagree. (laughs) Um, I'm already over summer. This three-day stretch of this weather it's like okay i've had enough summer fall can be here i'll have an extended fall and then winter could be regular winter but just have a a super long fall when it's like 68 degrees and then perfect that's all i need 68 degrees is your that's my preferred temperature even like 70s is okay with like some sun is okay but like anything warmer than that it's just like What's the point of being outside? Like, the sun, especially when the sun is, like, out, 
even like on a 75 degree day, that sun makes it feel like it's like 85. I'm just like, this is, I have a house. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to go in there and be comfortable inside. I'll just look outside and be like, well, it's nice outside. I can just stay in here and enjoy the air conditioning. (laughs) That's how I feel about summer. Well, okay, so what, all indoor activities then for you? Mostly. I mean, you know, I'm a curmudgeon, so I I always end up going outside, especially since, you know, I have a toddler. Mm -hmm. Can't just leave her cooped up inside. So we'll go for walks. We'll go to the park. There's a splash pad at one of the parks that we have. So we'll go there and do that. I'm sure she'll be in swim lessons soon. So we'll do that. And, you know, we went to the zoo last week. So I'm sure we'll go to the zoo again. Mm -hmm. I think the tiger exhibit's opening soon. Like, I think July 1st is when they say it's supposed to open. So I'm sure we'll be back at the zoo at some point. Just have to find a day where it's not too hot. But it always seems busy there. Like there's always like some event going on there that you'd never know. You're just like, oh, this should be good. Like we get there at nine when it opens and the parking lot's like full. It's like, how? Like I know. That's <laughs> a, I don't. You can't ever just amble through the zoo. It's you always feel like you're being herded. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're getting you're getting some vitamin D. Yeah. Despite your despite feelings despite about my feelings about it, and you know, mowing the lawn is like one of my most hated activities. But I don't feel like my wife should be doing it because she's pregnant. Yeah. And I don't like doing it, but I do it anyway. So I'm like, I'll be, but I'd be one of those neighbors. Like if it would be like nine o'clock at night, because it's colder. Like I would mow my lawn at nine o'clock at <laughs> night because it's still bright out and it's cool. Yeah. But like I feel like that's just bad form. But you know. You should get one of those uh, push reel. That doesn't make too much noise. I don't know. We did get a new lawnmower, so maybe it, I haven't tried it out yet. So maybe it actually is quieter. Than the old one, but you know, just mowing out in like the heat, you're just like, man, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. Usually, the better way is to pay someone else to do it. Yeah. But with a second kid coming along, it's like, oh, we gotta don't, save those. Gotta save those pennies. Bucks. Yeah. As someone who just had a second kid, <laughs> planning a yard sale for the summer <laughs> to get some of those pennies back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I like summer. Uh. It's too hot right now, but I I'm not going to complain because I still remember the winter. Um, so I, I accept it. Um, we're going, of course, to our parks. They're so great. We went to um, the library will be at after six on Kerchival, um, uh, down here in the park in July and August. So that'll be fun. Um, we're going camping in August. Um, Where are you going camping? The, oh, it's somewhere over by the thumb, I think. I can't remember. We go a different place every year with my side of the family. Mm-hmm. So we're going. We're the only ones left. Oh, no. We were the only ones left with a tent out of my whole family. But then my um, brother sold his camper and went, went back to tent camping. So mm-hmm. we'll be tent camping with a baby. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um what else? Oh, we have a hammock. And we have a very shady backyard. It's probably, like, always five degrees cooler in the backyard, at mm-hmm. least. Um, so I've been really enjoying that. If the baby's mm-hmm. napping, get in that hammock with the baby. Uh-huh. Read a book. Sometimes hide. Sometimes you can go out there and nobody else will know, know you're out there for a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> get some quiet time. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, camping. I don't think we're going camping. I definitely don't think my wife would be comfortable camping. Yeah, she's probably. Um, and I don't want to go camping either. I'm like, I'm averse to the outside. Are you going to any festivals or concerts or anything? Um, not that I know of. Like, I do like being outside for concerts. Yeah. Which is fine, because back in the day when we were young, we went to Bonnaroo, the wife and I, we mm-hmm. went to Bonnaroo two years in a row, which is funny. I just complained about the heat, and we went to the middle of Tennessee <laughs> in June to just walk around with no shade to see to watch me bands play. But that's what we did, and uh, that was fun. Uh, we went to Mopop a couple of years back, too, and all that stuff, but we haven't really gone out to a concert in a, in a while mm-hmm. and concerts usually have to buy in advance and if I haven't bought a ticket yet there's probably no chance I'm going to any shows yeah. this year I know that there's some venues that probably have live music here and there but it's tough to get out it's like it's 10 o'clock it's like I'm tired yeah so, I think the DIA sometimes has live music um, on Fridays We've gone to that before, and you can bring mm-hmm. the kids. That's fun. I know Gross Point has, like, the the summer concert series. I don't know where it's at. The the hill, the village, the, wherever that... Oh, right. Whatever that weird name is that you guys call it. The hill. The hill. Yeah. Which doesn't seem... It doesn't seem like it's on a hill, <laughs> but maybe it is. It's a small hill. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there. So I think I think I was eating food one day, and I was like, why are all these chairs here? And then, they, then the jazz band started playing, and I was like, oh... That's why the chairs are here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else is going on over the summer. I don't think we have any vacations planned at the moment. You know, things can change. I think it'd be good to get a trip in, like a long weekend or something, oh. before we have a second one. Yes. But I don't know. Nothing. Nothing planned. Although I used <clears> to, <throat> your wife's not due for quite a while, but. Um, I used to live in Traverse City, and they said at the hospital up there, a lot of women unexpectedly have their, they go up north for a baby moon or like mm-hmm. a last vacation before they give birth yeah. and end up giving birth. They said they have quite a few. Yeah, I don't know. We did a baby there. moon last time. I don't know if we'll do it for the second time. Yeah. It's easier to have a baby moon. Maybe a baby, just a nap. Take a long nap. Yeah, a baby nap. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, if we do something, we'll probably try to do it in the next few months over the summer when it's not as crazy for whatever. I'm not sure. Chicago is close. It's a good, close Mm -hmm. enough drive. Cincinnati apparently has a really good zoo and I've never been. So maybe we'll go to Cincinnati. Yeah. Drive down there, just hang out for a weekend and see what Cincinnati or Chicago can offer. Yeah. Even though I've, I've been to Chicago many times. Plenty of times. Um, another goal I have for the summer is to get my hands on some smoked whitefish, hopefully up north. I think we're hoping to get up north one weekend this summer. Um, mm-hmm. But if not, one of our coworkers is going for the 4th of July, and I might pay her to throw some smoked whitefish in her cooler for I me. I think what that means down. is you need to invest in a smoker oh, and yeah? just do it yourself. Maybe. Uh, yeah, but catch the fish myself or buy the fish. True. I like it. I like it. I only eat it in the summer because mm-hmm. I don't. I just not, I'm not thinking about it other times of the year. But I do love it. It's, and mm-hmm. I've had. I've almost had my fill of barbecues already. We've been to a lot of 
barbecues yeah. or decided to grill out a lot. Yeah, I haven't really... Kind of done with hot dogs. I do that with a couple friends, but I don't, like, go out to, like, big barbecues with a bunch of people. Yeah. Just, like, do it at a friend's house. We'll be like, let's grill some yes. food. Yeah. And it's, like, cool. So, yeah, grilling in the summer is nice. Mm-hmm. But it is still too hot. And noodle salad season, I like that, too. I like to eat a good variety of noodle salads <laughs> on my plate in the summer. Um, Look at for Annie's reviews on the library page. <laughs> <laughs> could invite me to your graduation <laughs> parties and yeah. I'll review your noodle salads. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any favorite things to read or watch in the summer or that you would no. recommend for or vacation <clears throat> reads? I don't really know. I just sort of, whatever I'm reading or watching, I don't really have summary things I like to watch or read. I just sort of, mm-hmm. whatever I'm doing. Like if I'm in the middle of a show, I'll just keep watching the show. Or if I'm in the middle of a book, I'll just keep reading the book. I don't really have summary yeah. or winter activities, just have activities that I just basically run through the whole year yeah. and do. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably just continue reading. Keep doing what you're Keep doing. doing what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I can't really think of what else I would be doing or what would be reading because I don't really try to seek that sort of stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's summer, let me get a summary book or activity. I don't really do that typically. Yeah. I used to play softball, but oh, don't yeah. do that anymore. I do that 100%. I am <laughs> thematic. I am in the back of my bullet journal, if you can call it that. Um, I have a fall reading, spring reading, winter reading, mm-hmm. summer reading. Um, and they vary, but I do have some, if anybody else is like that, I do have some suggestions uh, for books for... Fiction, I liked last summer. I read My Ex Life by Stephen McCauley. He wrote, he wrote a book that was made into like a rom com with um, Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd mm-hmm. a while ago. It was cute. Um, it's like good writing, but also light enough to read at the beach. So um, mm-hmm. that's a good book. Um, there's a book called a graphic novel called This One Summer by Jillian and Mariko Tamaki. I don't know if they're sisters or... I think um, they are sisters. Um, I really liked that, and that's a good summer story, quick read. You can throw that in your duffel bag if you're going camping or whatever. Um, A couple nonfiction books that I liked last summer, Last Night at the Viper Room, which is a biography of River Phoenix, Mm -hmm. who had a really crazy, like, wild, short life. So that's sad, but that that was a good read. Um, and this winter, I read The Greatest Love Story Ever Told. I don't know if I mentioned that on this podcast already, but it's by Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's super short, bec- or it's super fast read because it's them talking to each other. It's mm-hmm. like an oral history of their relationship. Yeah. Um, but actually it turns out to be quite deep. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite movies to watch in the summer, or just basically when it's sunny, um, I Heart Huckabees uh, with Jason Schwartzman and Dustin Hoffman, Lily Tomlin. Um, that's always a fun movie. I like L.A. Story with Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. And who is that woman? Don't know. Steve Martin's in it. And then Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah, got to watch Field of Dreams every summer. <laughs> I don't watch Field of Dreams every summer. No? No. Ever? I've Even seen it. I've seen it. But <laughs> I've, I've seen like, it. Well, but I don't like... Like I said, I just don't really seek out those things. I just sort of 
like I was like oh like the my favorite movie is Back to the Future so like I'll just watch like I like Back to the Future but I don't know if that's a summary movie or what right I think you know summer I guess for movies seems like blockbuster season yeah so it's always like those big spectacle movies but I just sort of watch what I feel like I want to watch it's oh. like I'm in the mood for this do I have it do I want to watch it right and then, then I'll do it um sort of thing I would recommend re-watching Field of Dreams now that you're a dad mm-hmm. because as a parent it was, I watched it as a kid even because my parents loved it and then watched it as an adult because um I love his wife whose name is Annie in the movie um there's a sassy redhead that likes baseball in a movie her name is Annie usually mm-hmm. but um she goes on a big book rant um, about book banning and freedom to read, which I've always loved. But then watching it as a parent, it, there's a whole different dynamic to it. And I like the book, too, Shoeless Joe by Ray Kinsella. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that might read. be an interesting that, I summer would... activity is not to necessarily watch Field of Dreams, but to watch find a list of movies to watch like before parenting and like oh, yeah. after parenting. <laughs> and, like, just, and just, just see... Like decompose what, basically what, like, <laughs> just fall apart what, like, the difference is between yeah. all that and stuff i know like there's a funny joke about like you know watching rent when you're young and then watching rent when you're an mm-hmm. adult it's like these this i get isn't I, fun anymore <laughs> I, this you know the landlord actually makes a lot of sense <laughs> oh yeah right <laughs> he's just trying to get his rent mm-hmm. but yeah i think that might be an interesting possible summer activity for me to do is to experience like the watching about these movies mm-hmm. through a different lens now reading too there are some books um well like uh, forever by judy bloom i when you read it when you're a teenager you're like their parents are awful and then when you read it uh, as an adult you're like this teenager is awful mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fun i love i love books that can you can have two different experiences with movies mm-hmm. too um, anything going on in the library for summer? Of course, I for summer, that. yeah. There's some. There's some some events. There's a Smash Brothers tournament on Saturday. It's not full, so if you play that game, there's still space for that. There's also a board game event coming up in July. I believe it's July 13th, a Saturday, at the Woods Branch. So we'll have a bunch of board games and activities to play, and all that stuff. So I would just if you're interested in all that stuff, you want to cool off. Come on in and do that. Yeah, we have air conditioning. Really nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really nice to come in here on a day like this when it's hot and just mm-hmm. kind of relax. Um, we're having, well, tonight we're doing yoga for trauma and stress because today, uh, the 27th, is PTSD Awareness Day. Um, so we've got someone from the Macomb County Vet Center um, doing yoga for PTSD, which is great. Um and then on Thursday, July 11th, we're having a puzzle tournament. We had a really popular puzzle tournament this winter. Um, it was all filled up. Uh, we had 10 teams of four. And we did a 1,000-piece puzzle, uh, two hours to finish it, and the first team to finish gets a prize. Uh, so we're doing that again on Thursday, July 11th with a space-themed puzzle. So it's an intergalactic puzzle tourney. Mm-hmm. We're all going to do the same puzzle this time around. Um, but that should be fun, and that's in the evening. So if it's a rainy summer evening or a hot summer evening, sign up. We'll have some snacks and a fun puzzle, and that's a good time. And then I think sometime in August we're all going to meet in the field outside of Ewald and do a reading invasion 
and again we will have snacks and just bring your camping chair and your favorite book and mm-hmm. you will you by yourself or you with your family just have a nice summer night to read mm-hmm. yeah sounds like sounds like it should be good yeah. i think it's always good to stop by especially if you're too warm take something off just get something off your back just come to the library relax mm-hmm. and do something for a little bit then go back out into the world and do what you need to do the library can be a fun place to go. Yeah. I think. I think it can be. I mean, it's just a reading outside. What's funny about reading outside is, like, the way that they make paper, probably just regular paper, but, like, mm-hmm. it's just so glary in the sun. Like, I can't even read outside. Really? Yeah. Like, my eyes are super sensitive. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm, like, realizing this later. Like, like I'll have, like, my fan blowing in my room, and, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm just, like, crying. Like, have not, I'm not upset. I'm just like, oh, why are my eyes watery? Yeah. And then, like, out in the sun, like, I'm not wearing sunglasses sometimes. Like, I just, like, actually just can't actually, like, see anything. Your eyes are to water, yeah. So, it just, so if I am reading in the sun, I have to be, like, in the shade. Like, if there, if there's any reflection from the page, I'm basically, like, blind. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is fun. Well, we'll find a shady spot <laughs> for you. <laughs> okay, we'll get a canopy set up yeah. just for me. <laughs> Umbrella. Um, yeah. Alright, well, I think with that, we'll call it an episode. Do you have any music that you want to do, or do you want me to do it, or... Um, I've been listening to, well, as I said earlier, my commute's six minutes, and for whatever reason, I'm just in the mood, I've been listening to, um, You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift for, like, two weeks straight on my commute. <laughs> it's, it's long enough to listen to the song. No. <laughs> it's, like, from maybe her first album. Oh, man classic Uh, my drive is enough where i can listen to it one and three quarters time and then i get back in and it's playing and i just go oh okay i'll listen to this again sing along so if you see me my car bumping we know it's we know that it's (laughs) t-swizzle yeah the the country it was before she made a crossover so so this is before she was (laughs) yeah taylor swift this is when she was i don't know taylor swift but not taylor (laughs) swift I i don't know All right, so with that, we'll call it, and we'll see you guys next time.